0: Peace and prosperity is my first salute to you. I'm Merton Clark, and welcome to the Word of Truth Revealed podcast. It is my desire to build you up to increase your spiritual stamina and tenacity, to empower effectiveness and help you discover your purpose. Enjoy this vibrant and dynamic message. Hallelujah, bless his name. The scripture is clear. Eye had not seen, ear had not heard, the eyes... Are the windows of the soul as I said last week we've heard the expression that the eyes are the mirror of the soul or the windows of the soul it describes a deeper connection when one that one feels when looking deep into the eye of another person but even more than that um, it is not just a deep connection the eyes help us to detect and to know our surroundings. It keeps us connected with our environment. So it is in the spirit realm. And the more we see spiritually, the more connected we are. Yet we can't see it with natural eyes. We must see it with our spiritual eyes. For where there is no vision, the people perish. Where there is no unfolding revelation, The people perish where there is no oracle speaking the word of truth. The people perish where there is no cloud that guides by night or by the day and a fire, a pillar of fire by night. The people perish where there is no one saying, who do men say that I am? (laughs) The people perish when there is no worship that stimulates the spirit, the people perish. When there is no movement in the spirit, only monuments, the people perish. When there is no forgiveness, no redemption, the people perish. When there is no expectation that tomorrow will be better, the people cast off restraint. But where there is vision, Vision is usually uh, not private. It may be personal, but it is not private. The vision must speak. It must speak volumes. And it's not just for the person who had the vision. The vision is for those that God gave the vision for. It's for the people. And so it is even more important than the people because they perish without it. And so when you have vision, you'll live. Without vision, you'll suffocate. And you'll die spiritually. And so it's important to see from the spiritual realm or into the spiritual realm. And I believe faith is a dynamic and a power that God wants to infuse in the hearts of every person so we can be better people in the kingdom of God. So let's talk about growing a dynamic faith that word dynamic is, is 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 beautiful i like it growing a dynamic faith or growing a vibrant a lively faith growing an active faith a faith that is active that activates a faith that it, that is forceful a dynamic faith a faith that is energetic very energetic and lively a faith that is multidimensional a faith that is multi dimensional god wants to give you a faith that is multi-dimensional it's just not to get get you over the hump but it helps you to walk and to move glory to god with more buoyancy and fluency in the spirit realm and so i believe that if you have faith you can soar above circumstance without faith you're going to be grounded and I'm tired of being grounded. I live in the, on the space coast. One, two, three, four, five, four, three, two, one. Blast off. We're supposed to be launching into new dimensions. Let me say it again. We're supposed to be launching into new dimensions. Glory to God. Get on your pad, strap in, and get ready to five, four, three, two, one. Blast off. Glory to God. And so... Uh, Growing in a a dynamic faith means to grow it by allowing the faith to become vibrant and lively and forceful and active and even energetic. Remember, multi-dimensional. It is not just to get uh, the, the, the groceries paid, but we live by faith. We walk by faith, but we live. The justified shall live by faith. Write it down. Faith is a good gift. It's a good gift. Faith is the gift that God gave you. It's a good gift. You need to open it up, the package, open it up, unravel it and begin to use it. You'll be surprised how many believers have more faith in email than they do in God. If they send an email, they'll even ask you, did you get my email? But if they pray, they don't know if it went to God or not. You gotta learn how to trust the fact that when you hit send in prayer, it touches God's heart. It's in his inbox and he accesses it immediately. And if you ask him anything according to his will, he hears you. And if you know that he hears you, you know that you have the petition, the petition that you've required or that you asked of. Stop. Stop sitting around and just groping and start having faith in God. If you talk to God about it, listen, we're living in a season now that as we sow, we're receiving the harvest. While you're getting it out of your mouth, God is already working it out. This is the season we're in. God is not going to let you have microwaves and let you have uh, instant coffee and all this other stuff. And you have to wait a long time before he answers your prayer. He's got us in the season, first the natural, then the spirit. If you ask him, you're going to see him do it quickly. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. And so faith is a good gift. It's not just to move things in the spirit. God wants you to know he wants things to be seen and manifested in the natural. We're going to move things in the spirit, but things that are moving in the spirit are to produce things in the natural world. I.e., he's going to open doors, (laughs) say God is going to open doors for me yeah yeah he's gonna open doors for me there's some doors that have been closed so long i can't even see the scene (laughs) but god is about to open up some doors because faith is not just designed to operate in the invisible god wants some doors in the natural to start swinging open for you and if you activate your faith if you're Activate your faith. I'm going to say it again. If you activate your faith, a faith that is vibrant and lively and a faith that is multidimensional, a faith that foretells, a faith that can foresee, a faith that is forceful, a faith that is energetic, you're going to start seeing doors open up in your life. That's enough to shout right there. I'll shout on that one because I know some doors about to open for me things that have been locked up and closed about to open up and I thank him for it your faith can make you well if you can only believe all things are possible to them which believe that's why the enemy doesn't want you to believe he wants you to doubt and second guess yourself but we're living in a time that as you sow hallelujah the harvest is already coming Thank you, Lord. Not only is he going to open doors, but opportunities are about to arise. I'm prophesying to somebody. Doors are about to swing open. And opportunities, new opportunities, new business opportunities, new fellowships, new relationships are about to arise. God is getting rid of of that which is stale and he's bringing in the fresh, the vibrant, and the forceful. Can somebody say amen? amen? Opportunities are about to arise. Expect new opportunities. Expect God to come through a new door, not the same old, same old, not the same old way that you're used to. Expect for him to shift his way and to move in a different dimension, a different direction for you. Expect the wind to blow in multiple directions. Expect God to send spices your way. Expect God to say and do what he promised he would do. Surely there's an end to my problems and an end to my issues, but my expectation will not be denied. And one of the things trials come to do is to hinder your expectation in God. The devil don't want you to believe that God can do exceedingly abundantly above all that you can ask or think according to the power of faith that's at work in you. But if you can harness it, if you can touch the faith that's on the inside of you, God is going to let some opportunities arise. That's why we need to let praise arise from the inside. Hallelujah. Let praise arise from the inside so opportunities can arise on the outside. Woo, Jesus. Relationships. Not only are doors going to open and opportunities arise, but expect relationships to form. New relationships to form. Some of us have the same friends that we've had all of our lives, but what's dynamic about faith is God will start putting people in your life that you've never seen before. You didn't know them in the past three years, the past five years. God brings them in your life and there's a connectedness that happens, glory to God, in the spirit realm and in the natural realm that seem like you've always known them. You've always been friends with them. And there's no, no gray area that got you have to walk through. They don't have to spend 15 years before you trust them again. God can give you a relationship that helps you to breathe. Hallelujah. That makes you look better. make you smooth like that. To move like that. To flow like that. To do it like that. To preach like that and I'll preach myself happy anyway. God wants to do something new, fresh, vibrant, and dynamic in your life and you got to get excited about your faith. It's not a time to pull back. Come on, say it with me. It's time to push forward. It's time to press. It's not a time to be sitting back. I don't know. Don't want to step on nobody's toes. It's time to now start stomping on toes and get to the head of the line. Because if you know anything about the Chinese, if you give them a little room, they're going to step right in and cut in front of you. And so don't cry when they step in front of you. You got to tighten up the gap. You got to step up in it now. It's time to make a move so you can get what God has had for you to get. Glory to God. It's not time to be pulling back. I don't know. I don't know where I'm at. I don't know what happens. I need a witness. I need a witness. What? I mean, uh, what's his name? Uh, Kurt Franklin did it years ago. Can I get a witness? I'm not trying to get one now. I got it on the inside. My witnesses are I don't need a witness right now. I got the witness on the inside. That's 20 years ago. Can I get a witness? I have one. Glory to God. Glory to God. This faith is going to help you. Listen. Discern the times. Come on, sons and daughters of Issachar. Discern the times and know what to do. What time is it? and i'm not talking about chronological time i'm talking about kairos glory to god i'm talking about god's divine timing discern the times if you would raise your antennas you'll see that the wind is blowing the wind of change is blowing you need to get there can you get anything in the atmosphere hallelujah god has given some of you in this room and around the world air traffic controller anointings glory to god you can control the atmosphere in your home in the church in the community you can pray and god will start shifting atmosphere atmospheres for you hallelujah and there's some things in the atmosphere that needs to be downloaded into your moment now and if you do what god is telling you to do let your faith arise from the inside you're going to see things shift for you glory to god discern the times this is a new season anytime i preach on faith miracles happen glory to god thank you jesus miracles happen Listen, this is going to hurt. God is about to release, listen to me, the weird and the miraculous. The weird and the wonderful. I said it. He's about to release the weird and the wonderful. When I say the word weird, weird, I'm saying God is about to release things that are unusual to you. It's unusual. It's not the norm. It's going to be, whoa, that's, that feels weird. That looks weird. He's uh, uh, going to take you out of your, your systems, out of your flamboyancy and put you in a place of, I don't know how to do this. <laughs> I got, I got, do I have to study more? Do I I have to examine this more? I can't just do church three, three fast and too slow. I can't just do what I've always done and get over. He's releasing the weird. Glory to God. Because He's trying to get the wonderful to you. And you won't even know what wonderful feels like unless you can manage the weird. It's cumbersome sometimes. You need some help. You need some advice. You need to read the instruction because it feels weird to you. But don't worry about it when it feels weird. your faith and flow with God and let God be God and let every man be a liar. But I'll preach myself happy. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Growing a dynamic faith is important. There are three things I want you to see. First of all, we have to lay the foundation. When you grow your faith, you got to lay a foundation. Write it down. Faith gives us access into the supernatural. Faith gives us access Into the supernatural. Faith gives us access. Into the supernatural. I say again. Faith gives us access. Into the supernatural. Which simply means. Extraordinary things. Are in the supernatural. Normal things are in the natural. Faith gives you access. Into the extraordinary. If your life is dull. You need more faith. If you know what you're going to do tomorrow and you already know how it's going to work, you need more faith because faith gives you access into the supernatural or the extraordinary. No mundane in the extraordinary. Our God is a God of light. Amen. And if you are moving at the speed of light, you will understand there is no boredom in the speed of light. And once you start accessing faith, things in the spirit picks up speed and velocity you could be in the natural walking like I do real slow walking like I do real slow but in my spirit I'm soaring. I'm moving with God that's why I talked about multi dimensional some of you believe just because you're moving slow in the natural or things are moving slow that that's how it is in the spirit there is a train over your head there's, there's planes flying over your head there are things going on faster than you can ever imagine and faith helps you to tap into The supernatural or the extraordinary. Number two, faith is not presumption. Or optimism. Faith is not presumption. I just believe and just optimism or I believe something good is going to happen. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but faith is now. (laughs) Glory to God. Faith helps you to tap into something futuristic and bring it into your moment. Glory to God. And number three, optimism. Optimism is the hopefulness and the confidence about the future or successful outcome of something. I'll say it again. Optimism, which is good. Get it in your faith. It is the hopefulness and the confidence about the future or something successful that's on its way a successful outcome that's on its way i say it again optimism is the hopefulness and the confidence the hopefulness and the confidence i hope and i'm confident i hope i expect but i'm also confident that it's going to come optimism requires it requires hopefulness to not be sad and pious or pessimistic about life but to wake up saying i believe this is my day i believe this is my moment i'm discerning the time i'm discerning the times to see what god is doing in my life i feel something is on its way i'm not gonna sit here and die come on four lepers i'm not gonna sit here and look at my condition i just believe uh if we sit here we're gonna die but let's get up and see if we're gonna do something god may have a work something out in the night season and if i get up and get over this hill i may find something i never thought before When they got over there, hallelujah, they found out that God drove out the enemy and left all of the plunder, all of the booty, all of the plunder, all of the booty, all of the resources right there in the tents. And guess what? They were able to collect it all. Can somebody say amen? And if you want the plunder, I'll leave the other word out. You got to learn how to put your faith in God so you can get something from the Lord. God has something for you to grab and you need to go after it. Can the church say amen? amen. I'll preach myself happy tonight. Optimism and the hopefulness and the confidence about the future or successful outcome of something. So I believe it's going to be successful. I'm not pessimistic about my future. I know it's the ninth month, but I believe God has something good on his way. Ooh, Jesus. I like the word Hebrews chapter 11. It's on the screen. Uh, uh, King James Version, New King James Version. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. I had not seen, he had not heard, but faith is the substance. You got to see, from, you're stepping into the supernatural, you got to see it from a different dimension here. You can't see it with your natural eye because faith is the substance, the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Before you grab it, it's already evidence. That's why I love the late uh, Fred Price. I love the late Fred evidence. That's what you would hear when his program would come. Evidence, ever increasing faith. Glory to God. Faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And then in 1 Corinthians 14. Uh, I got to teach this one. Verse 13 through 19. Again, in the new King James version of the Bible, therefore, let him who speaks in a tongue pray that he may interpret. Now here we see two dynamics in the church. Those that rabba Robo say and then thus saith the Lord thy God. Paul is saying here in this particular verse, verse 13. Let therefore let him who speak in tongues also interpret the tongues. So we have a lot of tongue talkers. That's powerful because that's in the spirit realm. But when you are able to communicate it to where people can hear you and understand you, that's in the natural realm and we need both in the house of god so when i say step in the supernatural we're not talking about releasing all protocols in the natural and just becoming spiritual we got to learn how to keep our feet grounded and our faith elevated what did i say keep your feet what grounded and your faith what elevate there's some people they're looking for god to do miraculous things but you're not grounded you want god to take you to the mountaintop but i can't see you you want god to do miracle signs and wonders but you're just as flimsy as you've ever been you got to learn how to put your feet on the ground stay grounded while you're elevating your faith Therefore, let him who speaks in an unknown tongue or in tongue pray that he may interpret. So God says, if you want to speak in tongues, also pray that he will give you the wisdom of what he's saying in the spirit realm. We're not cutting down tongues. There are times when we need to release the tongues, but read the scripture. Don't go back and forth with me. It's right there for all of you faithful people that got a lot of power. Know what God is saying. He says, speak in the tongue, but also pray for interpretation. Look at verse 14. For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays. I'm in the supernatural and God wants you to go there in the supernatural. When your tongue comes forth, you're praying glory to God in the supernatural. Look at the word. I want to say it again. Verse 14. For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful so my spirit is praying and that's activated it's wonderful but my understanding has nothing in the bank there is not even a deposit in the in the understanding when i speak by my spirit to god and so god listen in all that he's not going to contradict His word in all thy getting That's what the book of Proverbs says. In all of your getting, in all of your getting as it relates to stepping into the supernatural, we must have an understanding. You can't function in the earth without an understanding. And faith is not trying to lead us blindly all of the time. Like in other words, you're following God as you grow. God wants you to understand what his will is. That you may comprehend what is the depth, width, length, and height, dimensional. Glory to God. And to understand the, the God that you seek. Uh, passing knowledge. Understanding the peace of God. That passeth all knowledge. So God wants us to have an understanding, but he says when you speak in tongues alone and you don't ask for an interpretation, there is no understanding and it is unfruitful. Look at verse 15. What is the conclusion then? I will pray with my spirit. Hallelujah. Go to the supernatural realm in your faith and pray with your spirit. But look at this. And I will also pray with the understanding. And here we see. This is the balance, Christian. Every time you talk to God, it's not not just about supernatural stuff. It it is not that you got to be blown, like blown, like you're way out there in in Pluto in the spirit realm. God wants you to also come back in and get an understanding about practical things. In other words, if he take you to Pluto, he wants you to be able to take care of the garbage in your home. And if he takes you to another galaxy, he wants you to be able to get along with people that are around you. I'm preaching better than you saying amen. I will also pray with an understanding. Guess you don't get an understanding without dialogue. Monologue folk will never get an understand. All they do is push what they know. God wants our prayers to be... Uh, not only do we speak in tongues, but we also sit to hear him speak to us. Whoo, Jesus. And I will sing with my spirit. Hallelujah. And I will also sing with an understanding. In other words, there is a song of the Lord. There's a song of the Lord where we sing in the spirit. And then there's a singing with an understanding. We can't just stay in the spirit when we're dealing with a corporate gathering we have to be able to dip in the bowl and bring people along one of the reasons why i'm trying to deal with pandemic in the way that i do is because i have people that don't have strong faith i believe god can protect us from every storm i believe god can actually push back a hurricane but you don't see me standing out there on the gulf coast talking about i rebuke you because I'm practical as well and God has given us an understanding because he also speaks through the whirlwinds. So what am I going to tell him to cause the wind to cease for when he speaks through the whirlwind? You got to understand his will. Can somebody say amen? Glory really to God. Look at verse 16. Otherwise, if you bless with the spirit, how will he who uh, occupies the place of the uninformed say amen so if you're sitting there just saying spiritual things in a corporate gathering how does the one who's uninformed about what you say how do they say amen they have to have an understanding and right now God is in the simple he's not in the deep complex stuff he's in the simple very practical glory to God look at the word at your giving of thanks since he does Not understand what you say. I I want to read verse 16 again. Otherwise if you bless with the spirit. How will he who occupies the place of the uninformed say amen. At your giving of thanks since he does not understand what you say. So notice in the corporate gathering God wants us to be in the spirit. But he also wants us to be able to take people who never heard about him and they understand too. (laughs) that's why we have to be able to go behind the veil come out and bring people with us when we go behind the veil so they can get an understanding as well now i need to go to the last verse here the last two verses of this same chapter or this 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 floor i'm reading the verse 19 verse 17 for you indeed give thanks well but the other is not edified what does that imply? That God wants everybody in the house to be edified by the experience as we step into the supernatural. So, as we lead people there, we can't just go there. We got to bring others along so they can be edified as well. Can't you see the love of Jesus for the entire body? Even for those who are ignorant, even for those who've never ever spoken tongues or ever had a vision, He's concerned about them as well. He's concerned about young people. I believe God wants to touch the heart of young people in so much that they come out screaming as God deals with them in dreams. And I want you to begin to decree this. God is going to start visiting your children hallelujah he's going to visit your children first i mean didactically in other words he's going to start speaking to them about their destiny he's going to break through some barriers he's going to i already see it coming i see them lifting up their hands in service i see him waving their hands glory to god giving god the glory and the praise and provoking us to get back to worship hallelujah i see him lifting up their hands bending over Ah! I, I see him doing it without any shame at all because god is after the little children suffer the little children to come unto me and forbid them not for such is the kingdom of heaven I like verse 18 I thank my God I thank my God I thank my God I speak with tongues more than you all I thank my God I'm in the supernatural but I do that when I'm with him alone when I work with people I must bring them along If you understand that, we'll come through COVID-19 together because you just can't be spiritual. You got to bring others along who don't have the faith you have. You got to bring up. It's the love of God that constrains me. I can eat anything. I'm free. But because it offends you, I'll push back on meat. Glory to God, because I don't want you offended. It is the law of love. Hallelujah. That reaches beyond barriers and faith works by love. Faith works by love. The more you show love, the more faith you have in God. So we talked about the foundation. Don't build a foundation going to the tower of faith to the height of faith. And you don't have a, certain, a a sure foundation. Let's talk about the word faith. The word faith. Everybody say faith. faith. The word, not the word of faith. That's a movement. I said the word faith. Everybody say faith. You find it in Hebrews 11 and one. Now faith is. The word faith in Hebrews 11 and 1 is translated translated in the Greek to really mean this. Write it down. Conviction. Conviction or a firm persuasion. Conviction or a firm persuasion. With conviction comes confidence. When you have conviction over something, say, for instance, if you had a business idea and you really believe you're supposed to go with it and you, you have that conviction, it'll cause you to step out. The word faith, what, one of the one of the one of the words here, the Hebrew word for it, uh, trans is translated conviction and a firm persuasion, not a casual persuasion or halfway persuaded, fully persuaded. Glory to God. I like one of my favorite verses is out of Philippians chapter one and verse six, and it's, it's, it says, "Being confident in the King James, being confident or full of conviction of this very thing, that the God who's begun the work is faithful to complete it. And so you got to have faith that if God started, he complete it. Why would God birth a child and then can't raise it? If you had enough faith to birth it, God then can watch over it to bring it to fruition. What happens? We start looking at the sinking of Peter and stop seeing that Peter was walking on water before he sunk he was walking on stuff that other people were sinking in and then after he sunk he had his hands in the master's hand and they walked back on water they walked on things that others were sinking in yes they may sink and yes they may have problems and yes they may be up into their net and death but god says if you got conviction and you're firmly persuaded you can believe me beyond what you see that god can slash them out of the snare of the fowler And let them walk on what others are sinking in. Have your faith in God. Glory to God. Put your faith in God. Your conviction in God. Your firm persuasion in God. Your conviction and your firm persuasion in God. Write it down. Faith is then our conviction. Not only is faith our conviction and firm persuasion. But it is our response. To what God says. If God said it, stop sitting around waiting on it to happen. Arise and move toward the word. It is your conviction and your response to the conviction. It is our firm persuasion. Watch this to the mind of God. It is your conviction. It is your response to that conviction and your firm persuasion to God's thoughts ah I don't want to get ahead of myself Isaiah 55 and 6 for my ways are not your ways neither are my thoughts your thoughts now when you have a thought and you believe it you go after it but this is faith now you got to learn how to connect your conviction and your firm persuasion to his mind and sometimes it won't make sense. Ah, because my ways, he says, are not your ways. Neither are my thoughts your thoughts. As high as the heavens are from the earth are your ways from my ways and your thoughts from my thoughts. So if you're only looking at your thoughts, you're never going to step into this firm conviction. You've got to have faith. Watch this. And he gives you a measure of faith to believe his word even though you don't see the reality yet. Because every man he's given, every human being, he's given you enough faith to believe the word so you can't tell me i just can't believe if you believe in email if you believe in amazon that when you click on something that's coming in two days and you start looking for it if you believe that if you work for two weeks you're going to get paychecks if you believe you do stuff and you're going to get paid how can you not believe the god that orchestrated it all he's the one that gave you the job he gave you the ability he gave you what you need why are we struggling in our faith You use faith all the time. Put the faith in God's mind. His thoughts. His word. Thank you Lord. Write it down. Faith is God's divine ability. Faith is divine ability. Divine ability given to man. Faith is divine ability given to man. To go beyond. Faith is divine ability given to man to go beyond, to go higher, to go swifter, to go faster, to go deeper, to go higher, to launch, to elevate, to go swifter, to move with velocity and speed, to go stronger, to grow stronger, that is fortious. to be strong. And to go deeper, even into the underworld. Jesus went into the underworld and it had to respect him. The more faith you have, the more demons will tremble. They don't care about physical physique. What they care about is a person who's anointed, that have faith that if they believe God's mind if they speak the word of god according to god's word that things will begin to happen there are things that i'm seeing in the natural hallelujah and i'm speaking to a generation in the name of jesus you're going to see them lifting up hands in services and throwing their head back you're going to see them weeping and crying and god is going to move upon our young people do i have any intercessors that can work with me i'm speaking by faith it's going to come the revival is not over yet uh, the spirit of god hasn't stopped moving uh, we're going to release god to work with our children now god's going to do something in them hallelujah they're full of tattoos they got stuff going on but god is going to bring them back into the house they're going to hold their head back they're going to bow they're going to kneel at the altar don't mess with them when they kneel uh, i know sometimes we want to put a sheet over them. don't mess with them get your eyes saved let them do what god has called them to do stop messing with the spirit when it's moving on the people get your eyes saved. If you see a panting line don't worry about it if you see something you shouldn't see lift up your head should be worshiping anyway and let god deal with the people at the altar Sometimes we want protocol so so well, we forget who God is. We got so many fleshly men. We got fleshly men. Women can't even bend over, and we're looking at them weird. God wants to do something special in the house. I'm preaching better than you're saying amen. These girls were never raised in church. We got to get our head together. God wants to save them and bring them into the house of the Lord. Woo, Jesus. Faith is the divine ability given to man to go beyond the natural realm into the supernatural. Romans chapter 8 and verse 26. Likewise, the spirit also helps. Notice, spirit is not just in the natural. He always reaches into the earth. Ah, likewise the spirit in the supernatural also helps with our weaknesses there is no weakness in the spirit but he's always reaching back into the earth then how can we be full of the spirit but we don't want to help nobody if you really know Jesus when you see weakness in your brother when you see your sister that's perplexed you don't say deal with it what you do is reach back to help the weak. No, you're not supposed to live their life through them, but you can't leave them like that. Uh, We got 200 left in Afghanistan. We got to go back and get them. We got to get them out of there. Uh, They can't stay behind enemy line. No one is left behind. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. This is our weakness. We don't know what to pray for. We don't have a clue. But the spirit is reaching down. The spirit has his hand on your unction the the spirit is inside of you giving you unction we don't even know what we should pray for as we are but the spirit himself the spirit takes over you sit there for a moment Merton I, I hear you groaning and you don't know what you're groaning about but I'm gonna pray through you Ooh, Jesus I'm, I'm going to come through your vocal cords I know the father and I'm your friend and I'm coming through your vocal cords and I'm going to pray through you and give perfect intercession to the father on, be, on your behalf but the spirit himself makes intercession for us watch this with groanings he don't need a language he can make you say Ugh! oh God that's why you got to take your anguish to God don't just contain it when you take it to God and l- release it to him the spirit can take your groan all the way to the throne and say God this is exactly what they need glory hallelujah who Jesus he makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered look at verse 27 Now he who searches the hearts knows the mind of the spirit. Look at the spirit now. He searches your heart, but he knows the mind of God. The mind of the spirit is because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. So the spirit knows the mind of God and he knows your weaknesses and your groans and he's able to connect both. I don't know why we won't use our faith. That's a divine connection that nobody can do. Nobody can give you that kind of connection like the spirit of God. Put your faith in God. Ooh, Jesus. Ah. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Let's look at uh, Hebrews 11 and 3. I'm almost done here. Coming back next week again. Hebrews 11 and 3. By faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that the things which are seen are not made of things which are visible. Stepping into the supernatural. Notice everything that you see in the natural was first set in the spirit realm. Faith helps you to step into the supernatural and manifest things in the earth that you would never see unless you had faith. That word here by faith, we understand that the worlds were framed, that the worlds here is basically the beginning of the Hebrew people. And the line that connects the Hebrew people to the Messiah that comes. We're talking about worlds or inhabited places here is speaking directly, not worlds as in planets, but societies that were created to actually produce the line called the messianic line. By faith, it was framed by faith. God took a man named Abraham out of his home country and told him to head south. The man had no knowledge of God and I'm going to create a new line through you. The worlds were framed. The inhabited places. Then he made him prosper. Glory to God. And he gave him a son by the name of Isaac. No way he should have a son at 100 years old. And his wife at 90 years old. Or close to 90 years old. And a womb was dry. But God spoke a word. By faith the worlds were framed. By faith, her fallopian tubes open. By faith, her uvarian open. By faith, her ovaries begin to produce. By faith, she went into a menstrual. At 90 years old, after she was dry and was and was barren for years. God can do anything but fail by faith he waited until the man was impotent he waited until he couldn't function he waited until he had no strength in his body but he aroused him glory to god to make sure he was able to plant seed hallelujah and then that seed came forth and out of the union comes a new nation over to God. The worlds were framed by faith. And then he said to Abraham, Abe, Abe, I'm going to do great things. Abe, I'm going to do great things in the world. Abe, I'm going to do wonderful things in the world like propitiation and atonement. But Abe is not known for his intellect, only his faith, and that he will command his children in the way. So since Abe didn't understand big words, he simplified it for it. Take now your son to Mount Moriah. You won't understand what it feels like until you offer your own. And I want you to drag him up, Moriah. He didn't have to drag him because Isaac said, Daddy, I see the wood and I see the knife. But where is the sacrifice? Don't worry about that, son. God will provide. I need to say that over somebody's life tonight. I know you're looking at the circumstance and you don't know how it's going to work. But God sent me here to tell you tonight. He will provide. Glory to God. He didn't have to drag Isaac up there. He walked up like Jesus. Carried his cross up Gagatha. Walked all the way up to Moriah. And then laid out glory to God. Humble and, and submitted to his father. Awaiting his daddy to gut him just like Jesus did it willingly and Isaac is a type of Christ by it the worlds were framed the nation was born and the messianic line starting with Isaac was revealed glory to God thank you Jesus and when Moses came along and he's delivering them out of Egypt God told him at twilight I want you to Kill the fatted calf, uh, one without blemish. And I want you to take a hyssop branch. And I want you to dip it in the blood and put it over the doorpost. Hallelujah. Because I'm sending the death one, the the death angel in. uh, And when he see the blood over the house, he'll pass over. Uh, The only thing that will separate you from the world is the blood over the doorpost and the lintel. And I don't know why by faith we want to apply the blood over our children uh, and the blood over the obstinance and the blood over the situation. The blood will never lose its power. I don't know who I'm preaching to today, but I'm trying to resurrect some faith up in here. If you get faith in God, God will change your circumstance. God will turn your life around. God will make something out of nothing. God will make you make more money in the last four months than you made all year long, all ten years. god hallelujah by it the worlds were framed by the very word of god there are three concepts as i close foundation is key to faith make sure you lay the proper foundation i'm laying it tonight then you need to operate by faith once the foundation has been laid why would you hold back on operation you should come out of this meeting believing god for more And applying faith to your circumstances, especially your impossibilities. And I'm going to start dealing with some principles that God wants you to tool. Put them in your toolbox. There's a retooling going on to activate your faith. You're going to need a little bit sharper faith as we close out this year. I ain't preaching pandemic. I'm preaching faith in God. I'm not preaching fear. I'm preaching faith in God. I'm not preaching happenstance. I'm preaching faith in God. Write it down. Understanding will always ensue faith. Understanding will always follow faith. We have it backwards. We want to understand before we exercise faith. But faith... Will always go out before, I'm sorry, uh, uh, faith will go out before the understanding. You got to believe God before you understand God. Ah, help me Lord. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3, by faith we understand. Ah, By faith we understand. Not, we understand by faith. By faith, we get the understanding. Glory to God. By faith, we understand that the worlds were framed. Don't run past that. Somebody want to know. That's why they always working with prophets because they want to know. But You don't need faith when you got a prophecy all the time. What you want to do is say, I don't have to understand what my tomorrow holds. This is how he grows me. Ah, help me, Jesus. That I move out on faith first and the understanding will follow my faith. Now we begin to see how adolescent we are in our faith because we're too afraid to step out on God's word unless somebody confirms it. But when faith is there, faith says, I believe God no matter what I see in the natural. I believe God's word. I believe the word has already been confirmed. I believe the word is blessed. Uh, I believe the word is inerrant. And the word is quick and powerful. And sharper than any double-edged sword. It pierces even to the division of soul and spirit and of the joint and marrow. And is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. Uh, Shift gears now. Uh, put your faith in the word Uh, and when you put your faith in the word uh, you'll start picking up velocity when you put your faith in the word you will elevate uh, and go to another dimension when you put your faith in the word hallelujah uh, it's the word that generates faith Uh, then your understanding will come as you go uh, and you won't understand anything that you can't stand under If you don't come under God's word, you'll never understand it. If God doesn't rule your life, you'll never understand it. You got to let him rule before you get to understand it. And once you get him over you and he's above you, then it's easier to understand God. Y'all better come and get me tonight. Glory to God. There's an understanding coming, but you got to let your faith go out first. And then understanding will always accompany your faith. Faith first and then understanding. Faith first and then understanding. (laughs) Ah, We must keep in mind that the invisible spiritual realm is super. It's superior to us. It's elevated above us. And if you want to take dominion up there it starts with the foundation of faith isn't it amazing that i can go to heaven without leaving earth (laughs) my feet can be in the earth but my faith is in the supernatural oh jesus glory to god last verse matthew chapter 18 verse 19 again i say to you that if two of you agree on anything in earth above about anything while you're in earth that you may ask. Look at the word. It shall be done for them by my father. Which, how can I be on earth and the father hear me? How can my feet be in the midst of a quagmire and my father can hear me in heaven? Notice what Jesus said again. I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning about anything that you may ask. It shall be done for them by my father who's in heaven. He's millions of miles away, but your faith gives you a direct connection with the father. Look at verse 20. For where two or three are gathered together in my name. All you got to do is believe his word. If two or three are gathered together in my name, I'm there in the midst. And for some of us, we need a prayer partner now. And I'm not talking about any counterpart. Not somebody that prays for you. I'm talking about somebody that prays just like you. In other words, if you're a prayer warrior, they're a prayer warrior. You bind your hands together and you come in the name of Jesus, and you take a step back, and I already know that God is in the midst of us, according to His word. I don't feel nothing. I don't have to feel nothing. I'm standing on the word of God, and the word says, if I gather with my brother or with my sister in agreement, and come in the name of Jesus, the Father which is in heaven is going to hear my prayer. Not only is he going to hear my prayer, but he's going to send the answer. Hallelujah. That's why I can praise him in advance before I see it happening because I know it's already done. Say it's already done. Woo! Jesus! So already claim it. Your house is coming into order. Your money that was funny is coming into order. Your children are going to be saved. Your business is going to the next level. Everything in your body that's lumpy is going to fix. God is moving in your life. Come on, give him praise tonight. Glory to God. Come on, let's give him some worship right here. Things are about to happen. I told you when I preach on faith, things start shifting. I'm looking for a miracle. I feel the intangible. I believe the impossible. The sky is a limit on what I can have. Ah, come on, Clark, sister. Ooh. come on give him more praise he's here this is the atmosphere come on some of you are atmosphere shifters if praises rise from the inside new opportunities will arise on the outside Woo Jesus Snatch your children out of the snare of the fowler by faith. See yourself. Snatching them out by your faith. I see it happening. I'm so motivated. I see it happening. For we walk by faith and not by sight. I had not seen ear had not heard neither has it entered into the hearts of man the things which God has in store for them that love him but he has revealed it unto us by his spirit for the spirit searches all things yea the deep things I feel deep crying to deep tonight they're deeper. There's a deeper place that God wants to take us. Let's go there. There's a deeper spot. I want you to go to Jerusalem. And I want you to go to the upper room. And I want you to tarry there until you endued with power from on high. Too many of us have been on the first floor in our circumstance. Well, all of the traffic in the small, all of the carbon monoxide. But God is saying to you to climb the staircase to the staircase to the upper room. Rise above the noise. Rise above the noise. Rise above the noise. Don't settle for second floor. Demonic traffic is in, in the second heaven. Don't settle for it. Go to the upper room. Attack the staircase. Attack the staircase. Attack it. Go up it. You're going to have to dig in to go to the upper room. But get there. And find your corner there. And you tarry until things change. Because if you exercise your faith there. You're going to see miracles when you come down the staircase again. Remember the instruction of the king. Go to the upper room been in floor first floor ministry way too long you know how to do it you know how to change it and shift it but God is calling us higher the spirit speaks expressively he's calling us higher Woo, Jesus and if you climb the staircase you're going to meet God there He's going to endure you with power and strength by faith. That when you come down, you're going to see miracles, signs and wonders occur. Not only to the nations of the world, but your own address. You're going to see God work in your house. It's a faith matter. It's not an impossible matter. It is a faith matter. Elevate your faith and expect. God to do it. Now, faith is. Faith is in the moment of now. Hear the words of this prophet and God will bless you. Father, thank you for your word. I bless you tonight. I release the kingdom. The keys of the kingdom to your people. Start unlocking doors and dungeons. Dungeons of impossibilities. Father, I give you praise. There's a whole another dimension. You want to take your people to, And I honor you for that I bless you for that Thank you for this message of faith Thank you for the dynamic of faith The force of faith The lively faith The powerful faith That you want to communicate to your people Help us to make it dynamic Multidimensional In the matchless name of Jesus We give you praise for that In Jesus' name, amen. One more time, put those hands together and give God the glory. It has been a real joy to share the word of God with you. A special thank you to those who care for this ministry. No amount of financial support is too small. It is because of you this ministry is possible. To support us, go to our website at truthrevealed.org. If you enjoyed the podcast, Please subscribe and share with friends. Be sure to tag us when you share at trimnation Nation 1. Thanks again for listening. And until next time, I'll see you at the Word of Truth Revealed.